Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV, touching a great prayer hour. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who's ahead of our life, and we give honor to our Honorable Pastor Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison Sr. and Lady Paulette, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom, and to all of you today. Uh, we're excited uh, about the Lord, and we're excited about what God is doing in the lives of the people of God. And so we have a lot to cover today. Uh, one of the first things we want to cover today is uh, prayer requests. Um, I may be some of you that uh, are requesting prayer. And so we want to open up our app and uh, take the opportunity to uh, see those of you that may want to request prayer. Uh, we do have... Um, information that's going to be displaying on the screen momentarily. And uh, if you desire prayer, we want to uh, definitely pray for you and your family. All right. So one of the first things that uh, we want to do is request prayer for uh, my family. Pray for our pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette, and the entire Pentecostal Power Church. Uh, please pray for our sick that's among us, those that are in the hospital, especially those behind prison walls, those in nursing homes, those that are confined to their spaces of their home. Uh, special prayer for all of the uh, aged saints that may be going through in their body. Let us pray uh, not only for uh, our church family, but we're praying for your family. We're praying for uh, our leaders and our government, <clears throat> which failed to govern. And so we're praying for all these things while the church is still here uh, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. So we want to pray that God will continue to be the gyre that he is to the people of God. And we know he is our provider. And so we thank and praise God for just being faithful, even in these stressful times that we live in. And so we want to pray uh, for Bishop Prather. We want to pray for uh, District Elder uh Bishop-elect Johnson, want to pray for him. Uh, District Elder, Bishop-elect Turner, uh, let us pray for them and their churches. Let us pray for Pastor Hill. Special shout out uh, to uh, Assistant Pastor Elder Green in uh, Minneapolis. Let us continue to pray for them uh, there in Minneapolis, that the Lord will continue uh, to bless them and strengthen them and keep them encouraged. And all of our said district churches, let us pray for them as well as our presider, assistant presider, and remember our uh, Bishop Scott and his family, Bishop Mark Jones and Mother Jones and the saints in Florida. Let us remember to pray for our assistant presider, Bishop Webb and Mother Webb, as well as Bishop Bennett and Mother Bennett. Uh, let us continue to pray that God will continue uh, to send forth labors into the vineyard that we may reap a harvest. Uh, we definitely want to take the time out to uh, pray that God would enlarge uh, the body of Christ um, by way of witnesses. Uh, that's what he called us to be, according to Acts 1 and 8. He says, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses. And so once we receive the Holy Spirit, we want to uh, act upon what we uh, were born to do, and we're born to be a witness. And so that's what we want to do. Uh, we want to be a 
bona fide sanctified witness for our Lord. And that's something our late mother Milam used to sing. I'm a witness. And so we want to be a witness for Jesus. If we don't, uh, you know, we don't get the promotion on the job. You know, if we don't get uh, the things we think we ought to have and deserve. We ought to remain satisfied with Jesus alone and be a witness for him. And I'm hoping I can get an amen from somebody uh, that's out there. And so I think that is needful in the body of Christ in the times in which we live. And so, saints, we need to be praying, especially for those that are pastoring ministries, those that's just starting works. Uh, remember to pray for um, uh, Pastor Elder Thompson and his family, uh, Grace Temple. Let us continue to pray for them as uh, they're started their work and they're doing a great work. And so uh, we're praying that they don't come down. That's what we want to do. We want to pray that they will continue to stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made them free. And so we know um, there's a lot of things, moving parts when you start a ministry. And so let us pray and not only just pray, let us support them. That's what we are to do for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We are to be helpers one to another. Don't be jealous. Don't draw back. You know, don't act funny, but let's help them. All right. So that's what we need to be doing. And if you can't do nothing else, please pray for them. Uh, uh, pray for uh, Pastor Thompson and Grace Temple and uh, Lady Robin Thompson. Please pray for them and their family. All right. And so we have a lot to cover today. And so we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. But if you need prayer and you want to reach out to us, the information is going to be scrolling across the bottom of the screen. All right. So we're going to go to our Prantham scripture, which is found in Second Chronicles, chapter seven, uh, verse number 14 through 16. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. <clears throat> Let us go before his throne for a brief space of time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, this day that you have made we will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, for all the things that, oh God, you've given us that pertain to life and godliness in Christ Jesus. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you honor the prayer requests and petitions that went up before you, oh God, for not for natural things, but for, oh God, to strengthen the body of Christ, to improve the body of Christ, oh God, to elevate the body of Christ. Father, we pray now. In the precious name of Jesus, Lord, you would touch hearts on today, on this broadcast. We pray you would touch hearts and encourage and uplift those that are burdened down, loose shackles. Oh, God, let the oppressed go free. Destroy that yoke, oh, God, with your anointing. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, you know, God, hallelujah. Oh, God, the needs of thy people. And we come today, God, just to, God, be in your midst to intercede, oh God, and say a word of prayer for the people of God that you would strengthen us, oh God, in these hours that we live in. 
And oh God, the times in which we live now, these are perilous times, Lord. And you said they would come through your, oh God, holy apostles, oh God, and ministers. And oh God, those you have chosen, oh God, to bring the good news to the body of Christ. We thank you, oh God, for the warning that you've given to the church. We thank you right now. And Father, we pray for strength in the name of Jesus. We pray for strength, not only for ourselves, but we pray for strength for our leaders, oh God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We pray for strength, God, for our presider and system presider and their families, Lord. Pray for strength for our pastor, God, and first lady, God. Bless them right now. Touch them right now, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, they're doing a work for you, God. Uphold them, God. Take them through, God. Be a shield to them in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, that no weapon that's formed shall prosper. And, Lord, we believe your report. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. Look on, oh God, Pastor Hill, God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, look on, oh God, Sister Pastor Gerald Green. Touch him, God. Bless him, God. In the name of Jesus, look on those on the altar tearing for the Holy Ghost. Bless him, God. Help them, oh God. Increase their faith, God, that they will receive the Holy Ghost. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, look on Mother Summers, God. Touch Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, touch, Lord, strengthen, God. Look on Mother Man, touch, God, strengthen right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm. Look on Mother Tiny, in the name of Jesus, we pray, God, you will strengthen right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look on, oh, God. Oh, God, Mother Cookie, touch right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you know your people need you around. Oh, God, we need you. Look on Sister Newsom, God. Look on our daughter, Gabrielle. Touch, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we know there's none like you, and there's no one else. Oh, God, that can touch our hearts like you do. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Touch, Lord. Mm. Oh, God, break that stronghold. In the name of Jesus, we pray, God that you would get the glory. Look on all the missionaries, advantages, ministers. Look on Pastor Reese. Touch right now. Look on our good friend, Pastor Reese, God. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. Do it, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, bless them right now. Oh, God, look on those that are viewing this broadcast today. God, that you would impart wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to us that we might, oh, God, share it. And, oh, God, give it to your people. Father, we'll be faithful. Oh, God, we'll do your will, God. Help us, God. Oh, God, help us, help us, God. Oh, God, and we'll do just what you want us to do. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise, and we believe you for healing and deliverance. Look on the grandchildren, Lord. Look on the saints' children. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, touch God. And God, we give you the glory and the praise. We thank you for increase right now. And those that are discouraged, we pray that they would be encouraged. Oh, God, through the word of the Lord. Oh, God, for we know God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, that you're able to do all things. And we thank you for it in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we thank God 
for the prayer. So I hope that uh, those of you that's off on Friday or getting off early today on this wonderful Friday that you will come on with us and uh, join us in uh, this uh, touch and agree prayer hour. And we're going to cover another portion of this series wins episode 330. Uh, We're still in series number 10. Series number 10 will end in October and we'll pick up series 11 in November. All right. And so we just want to let you know in series number 10. All right. And so we're still talking about uh, the subject matter, the law of the spirit. And we want to talk about the better promises. We had some other stuff that we didn't get a chance to cover on yeah, on the yes day before yesterday, which was on Wednesday, we didn't get a chance to cover the four uh, spiritual laws. And we talked about uh, love uh, for humanity being number one, right? God's love for humanity being the number one. All glory be to God. Reason why he dispended his law in the first time, first place, praise God, hmm? through through the hands of Moses, praise God. And so God always wants to have a connection, which means relationship with his creation. So we're going to talk about it today. We're going to go and uh, we're going to go behind the veil. We're going to pull back and we're going to try to dig in a little bit deeper through the word of the Lord. And so let us go uh, get our spiritual shovels and start uh shoveling through some things so we can get a better revelation and better clarity on the law of the spirit. And, and I want to say that the law of the spirit definitely uh, supersedes uh, uh, the natural law. I know we have to uh, obey the laws of the land according to the scripture and uh, uh, Romans 13, rather Romans 13 uh, lets us know. And also Hebrews 13, tell us to obey them that have the rule over us. And so 13, 17. uh, But when we look at Romans 13, he said, let every soul be subject to the higher power and the powers that be are ordained of God. So we know that uh, within uh, the uh, nomenclature of, of, following after righteousness, uh, the apostles ran into some situations in the early book uh, of Acts in the early church. They ran into some issues where uh, some of the natural laws conflicted with God's law, the spiritual law for life uh, and, and liberty and freedom in Christ. And we have to be careful that we don't let the natural laws entangle us and ensnare us back into bondage. All right. And so we're going to talk about some things today. We're going to get off into it. Uh, and please let me, let me know what your thoughts are. If you have anything that you want to share to help us, we, no one has it all. i certainly don't have it all. I'm the least of the brethren, but I believe we can go through these scriptures and the Bible said, let us reason together, said the Lord. All right. And so if we want to reason. Let's use scripture, not opinion, not uh, personal views, you know, in uh, opinion, but let's let scripture uh, reveal scripture. All right. Line up online, precept on precept here, a little there, a little. So we're going to go to the scripture. All right. And whatever uh, 
Uh, we don't want to deal with commentary, but whatever, you know, reference materials you're using, perfectly fine. But we're going to stay with the King James Version and what we point to will be scripture. So let's take a look. <clears throat> so let's go to uh, a very familiar past scripture. And we're going to go back a little bit. We want to go to Ezekiel because I didn't get a chance to finish out um, <clears throat> what I wanted to do on Wednesday. So we're going to go back to Ezekiel chapter 37. So go with me, and uh, we're going to talk about the better promises and the law of the Spirit. And we got to go back to Ezekiel 27, uh, I'm sorry, 37 here in 26. So we're going to go to Ezekiel 37, 26. Let's take a look at it again. I think we touched on it, but we want to go back to it and uh, read it uh, for your hearing. There's nothing wrong with studying. Studying means to go over more than once, all right? And so we must meditate on it and uh, get it embedded in us and get an understanding. All right. And so let's take a look here. Um, he says in Ezekiel uh, 37 and 26, he says, moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them and it shall be an everlasting covenant with them and I will place them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. He says, my tabernacle also shall be with them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And the heathen shall know. This is, this is very important uh, that we, that we uh, see why God did this. It's very important. We need to understand why we have the better promises, not just to dance, run, and be happy. But he says here in verse number 28, and the heathen shall know. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. God has saved us for a purpose. Huh? And Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know all things work together for the good to them that love. God, I love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. So there's purpose behind God calling us in the first, saving us, calling us, setting us aside in the first place. Sanctified means to be set apart. And I'm finding out more and more now as I grow into a better relationship with God, it's more people want the label of a Christian, but they don't want to be sanctified. They don't want to be set apart. They want to run with everybody and do everything everybody do, and then they want to call themselves set aside for God. But in the Old Testament, those prophets were specifically uh, set aside for God's use, and they didn't run with the masses. All right? So let's, let's go with it. He says here, and the heathen shall know. This is the reason why he did it now. These better promises, we have these better promises through the law of the Spirit. Hmm? You can't get them no other way. You can't get the promise no other way. I know people say you was born with the Holy Ghost and all this stuff. This is a lot of stuff that's not scripture. You're not born with the Holy Ghost. You need to be born again. huh? According to St. John chapter three, verse number five through eight, you need to be born again. But we're not going to go into that right now. We're going to talk about Ezekiel 37 and 28. This is the reason why he set you apart and saved you. He says, and the heathen shall know that I am the Lord 
do sanctify Israel when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. Now, this is Old Testament, uh, but it can be prophetically interpreted as what God was going to do with this new covenant. He was going to put the Holy Ghost in you. Oh, glory be to God. He was going to put his spirit in you. Let's go. Let's go to uh, St. John chapter 16. I want to show you something. Let's go to Let's go to it. I've been quoting it all week, but I wanted to get into it today. And we're going to go to St. John chapter 16. Let's take a look. And we're going to go to about maybe 15. Let's go to 16, 15. Let's see what it says there. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's go to 16, 12. And we're going to read down um, to about maybe... Uh, Uh, let's say, mm, yeah, let's just read down through here, 16 and 12, all right? Well, I'll tell you what, let's let's go a little bit farther up. I, I got to spend some time here. So we're going to spend a little time here to break down the law of the Spirit and better promises because I got several notes here. But I want to uh, skip around in St. John 16. There's a couple areas I need to hit. So let's just start at uh, 16 and 5. Because Jesus was letting them know uh, they need the Holy Ghost. All right. I know I've been saying that all week. I don't want to sound redundant. But people now are deceiving people into thinking that they don't need the Holy Ghost. Don't be offended because I say you need the Holy Ghost. If you're getting offended because I say you need the Holy Ghost, you don't have the Holy Ghost, all right? So don't be offended, but get the thing that God want us all to have. Hmm? And I would be uh, a, a, a very, very, um, I would say, uh, cynical person if I didn't tell you the truth, if I got the Holy Ghost and don't want you to have the Holy Ghost, something wrong with that. Hmm? And anytime you got somebody that love God and wants to run with people that don't love God, something wrong with them. Hmm? Let me explain. Let me explain it. I, if, if I love God, I ought to want everybody around me to love God. Because if you don't love God, what's wrong with you? Hmm? The song says, I love God. Do you love God? So here's the thing. You need the Holy Ghost. And the only way you can get the Holy Ghost is through the law of the Spirit. And you need the Word of God, all glory be to God, to resonate with you. Because in Romans uh, uh, 10 and 17, it says, so then faith come by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. And so are, are we hearing? Are we being a forgetful hearer? So then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? <laughs> this, this is what it says in Romans 10 and 18. Hmm? How shall they call on hmm? 
him in whom they have not believed. Hmm? You need the Holy Ghost. How you going to call on something you don't even have no belief in? You got to first understand Jesus died for your sins. And if you want to take advantage of the work that was done on Calvary Cross, the message is found in Acts chapter 2, uh, verse number 38 through 42. And so there's something you must do before you repent. You, If you believe God died for your sins and you accept the atoning sacrifice that was offered for you, then God will, through his promises and the law of the Spirit, he'll send you the promise. This is the problem, reason why it doesn't take that long to get the Holy Ghost. It doesn't. I know for some people, they got to sort through things and go through different things. But it don't take you no 10 years to get the Holy Ghost. Hmm? It don't take you no 10 years to get the Holy Ghost. You got to make up your mind that I want to live for God. And you got to tell um, Joe, you got to go and tell um, Sue, I'm through. Hmm? And tell Lee, give me back my key. But here's the thing. I'm hitting some things that's uh, very, very uh, irritating to people because they want to have their cake and their ice cream and they want to eat it too. And then they want God to be pleased with their cake and ice cream. Hmm? But sin always seems to be, you know, all glory be to God, favorable to the flesh. But in Matthew 16, 24, he said, if any man will come after me. Now, I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm, I'm still over here in John 16, and I'm also in Romans, but I'm trying to get somewhere. Matthew 16, 24 says, if, if any man will come after me, he must first deny himself. Man or woman must deny themselves and then take up their cross and follow. So if we want to receive these better promises, we must search the scriptures hmm? for in them. We think we have eternal life according to St. John five and 39 for they are, they which testify me the scriptures from the old Testament to the new Testament testifies to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm? Not only being a uh, uh, priest and prophet, but he also was the sacrifice. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Jesus was also the sacrifice. Hmm? Remember the symbolic thing on Mount Moriah? Abraham took his son, you know, he, he took his son, Isaac. He took him. But I'm going to show you something. He took his son. He had the wood. He had the fire. But he did not have the sacrifice. Oh, glory be to God. You know why? Oh, glory be to God. God was going to provide himself a ram. He was going to be, oh, glory be to God. He was going to be the ram in the bush. Oh, glory be to God. And I thank God that, oh, God had a ram in the bush and he saw me, oh, glory be to God, all the way down through 72 generations. Praise God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. But let me work with something here. Let's go to John 16. Stay with me because I'm kind of, uh, getting deep into this. Now let's take a look at St. John uh, chapter 16 and uh, verse number five. Let's take a look. Jesus was telling about the Holy Spirit 
And he was letting him know, uh, you're going to need the Holy Ghost. And this was going to happen. Hmm? Now, let's take a look. Uh, they were concerned about his death. Hmm? And you know, nowadays, people in the church, they concerned about everything. They concerned about the rapture. They concerned about uh, everything. Hmm? But are you concerned about your soul enough to know if you got the Holy Ghost or not? Hmm? Because just running with the masses and just because your mama and daddy got the Holy Ghost that's passing the church don't mean you got the Holy Ghost. Oh, I know I'm I know I messed up already. Hmm? You need to get the Holy Ghost. Your mom and daddy may have the Holy Ghost, but you need to make sure you got it. Oh, I know. Let me get out of here. Oh, I got to go. And you got plenty of people sitting in the church and they're satisfied. They're playing on the organ. They're playing the guitar. Uh, they're playing the uh drums, you know. They they got a nice little corner to hide in. But you need the Holy Ghost. Let me get to it. Let's take a look. He says here in St. John 16 and 5, he says, But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you ask me whether goest thou. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Now, they had got kind of disappointed when Jesus said he was going off the scene. He was going to his father. All right. He had to go away. But he says here in 16 and 7, St. John 16 and 7, he says, Nevertheless, I tell you truth. Sometimes truth sometimes uh, gets deep down into our emotion, gets down deep into the seat of our affection. They were so attached to Jesus that they were almost, uh, you know, wrestling with what was reality, what was true. You've done all these things, Lord. We trust you. We believe you. I just quoted early this week that he asked Peter, who do men say I am? He said, thou art the Christ, son of the living God. We went through all this with you, Jesus, and now you leaving us? They heart began to drop. Now let's take a look. And he says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. Oh, glory be to God. The word expedient. He says, it's expedient that I go away. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, let's take a look. He says, it's expedient that I go away. Hmm? And if Jesus didn't do uh, what he came to do, there would be no good news. There would be no gospel. Hmm? If there was no tester, there certainly wouldn't have been no testament established. Hmm? And if there's no tester, certainly there's no testimony. Uh, if there's no test, there's no testimony. Oh, glory be to God. Somebody out there going through a test. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? You need the Holy Ghost to make it through the test. Look at this. And he says here, unless I go away, hmm? unless I go away, if I Go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. Does that seem self-explanatory? Let's go back to it again, 16 and 7. I want to slow roll this so we don't get hung up here. 
in St. John 16 and 7. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. In St. John 8, 31 and 32, he's saying, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. He's making them free now. Let's take a look here. And he says here, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, all glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory. I will send him unto you. He said, now, if I leave, I'm going to send him unto you. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And he says here, if Jesus didn't die, there could be no sin removal. Hmm? Jesus died for the purpose of atoning our sins. Oh, glory be to God. Reconciling us back to God, huh? And paying restitution to God. Hmm? Because there was nobody that could pay this price for sin. All oh, glory be to God. But Jesus, look at this. And if he did not uh, die, he could not remove sin. He could not rise again. And he certainly couldn't defeat the last enemy, which was death. Hmm? I talked about it earlier last week when he got up out the ground. Over 500 folk, folk got out the ground and walked when the ground cracked open. Hmm? I want to let you know, Jesus came to give us life. This is why we have a better promise than the old promise, the old covenant. Hmm? We got a better promise. Why? Because the spirit, the law of the spirit, all oh, glory be to God, fulfilled everything in the law. In the letter of the law, Jesus did not come to destroy the law. According to Matthew 5 and 17, he said, think not I come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Glory. And so through the law of the spirit, grace walking in the midst of the law, Jesus was able to be that Pascal lamb, that perfect example, and be not only priest, prophet. He was the word because the Bible said in the beginning was the word. So he was priest, prophet, and sacrifice. Glory. This is a powerful thing. We have a better promise through the Lord's Spirit. Look at this. And he says here in verse number seven, if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and the righteousness and of judgment and of sin because they believe not on me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? This is a very, very powerful statement here Jesus makes. We got to take a look. There were three important things that the Holy Spirit uh, had to perform. Hmm? It had to show uh, <clears throat> the world 
or convince the world of its sin and calling all of those that were in sin to repentance. Notice John the Baptist came and he was a forerunner. Hmm? And, you know, he talked about repentance, preparing the way for the Lord. Hmm? And he had to show the standard of God's righteousness to anyone that believes. Hmm? The scripture says in John, uh, many as that received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. We must take a look at these things. Hmm? Uh, and also demonstrating judgment over the devil. Oh, glory be to God. <laughs> huh? These are three things that the law of the spirit demonstrated. Hmm? Convincing the world of sin, reproving a world of sin, and calling it to repentance. Hmm? Showing the standard of God's righteousness. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? To anyone that believes. So doesn't matter, you know, what ethnicity you in. People look at it and try to, you know, they try to scrub the scriptures and say, okay, that was talking to Israel. That was talking. God gave salvation to everybody. Glory. Hmm? According to St. John 3 and 16, God loved humanity. This is what the first law through the spirit demonstrated. Hmm? God loved humanity so that he gave up his only begotten son. Glory. I'm getting worked up now. You can see him. Oh, I'm getting stirred up now in the spirit. Look, I want to share something with you. Jesus defeated the devil. Hmm? And a lot of people wonder, well, why haven't we defeated the devil? We have through Christ because we already hold the victory if we stay in him. But every time you get out of Jesus and get in your flesh, oh, glory be to God. The enemy loves it because he know ain't no victory outside of Jesus. I know. I know I'm messing up some stuff. And when you get in your flesh, you cannot please God. Glory. This is why in Romans chapter eight, he says, therefore, now there is no condemnation. Glory to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Hmm? I want to say something to you. According to uh, Romans 1 through 4, God introduced righteousness by faith. Hmm? In uh, Romans 5, he introduced the new law of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Hmm? The spirit releases us from the law of sin and death, according to all oh, glory be to God, according to Romans 8 and 1. Hmm? There is no condemnation once you in Christ. Hmm? Everybody's got a past. People want to talk about your past. You embrace your future. Hmm? Because Paul said, I'm forgetting those things. Paul had a Paul and David, they had a detrimental path but they had to forget those things which were behind and they had to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Hmm? Everything you need is through the law of the spirit, which Jesus has given to us that pertains to life and godliness. Hmm? There is no life 
without the blood. There is no life without the spirit. There is no life, oh, glory be to God, without the water. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Before that baby come forward, that bag, that water bag got to break. Oh, I know. Oh, and your water ain't broke. We got some babies that need to be born yet in our church, and the water ain't broke yet. Glory. But I'm, oh, glory be to God. I'm speaking life right now. I'm believing that the water bag is going to break. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory. And sometimes it's very difficult have, and having birth pains. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Sometimes it's very difficult. But I want to let you know, God want to bring you out. He want to bring you forward. Thank you, Bishop Mark Jones. You brought it uh, Sunday. God has brought us out. <laughs> Glory. Huh? And sometimes, huh? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes we just need some help. Glory. And the Lord is our helper. Let me get out of here. I want to share something with you. We we really getting stirred up, but we, we got some more stuff for you today. The Lord of Spirit of life in Christ sets us free from the law of sin and death, according to Romans 8 and 2. Now, let's take a look. The law of God's word reveals truth, reveals two things. The, the, uh, the law of God's word reveals two things, truth and his plans. Hmm? This is why he spoke in parables and some could not understand it. And he says, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them unto babes. Glory. Something you ain't going to get through uh, the cemetery. Glory to God. Hmm? But I tell you, you can get down on your knees and say, Lord, help me, please. Glory. Hmm? And the Bible says, if any man like wisdom, let him ask God, which giveth to all men liberally, liberally and upbraided not. We going about this wrong, y'all. Look at this. The law of the spirit of Christ uh, releases the power of the word of God. Hmm? The law of the spirit of Jesus Christ releases the power of the word of God. This is seen in Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. Hmm? Not before it comes. huh? You don't have no power before the word comes. I didn't have no power when I was standing up at the altar looking at my pastor telling me truth to get life. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? But I had to believe. Oh, glory be to God. I had to be, I had to believe, be convinced, and be converted. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Are you convicted? Are you convinced? Because when you get convicted and you get convinced, then you looking at conversion. All oh, glory be to God. And these three C's are real through the law of the spirit. But you must be convinced that you're a sinner. Because if you think you all right, hmm? If you think everything is uh, is well, he told the scribes and the Pharisees, you are yet in your sins, huh? You're yet in them. Hmm? And so we must understand these things. I want to say something else. The law 
of sinful nature opposes God. Hmm? This is why Paul says in Romans chapter 7, and I want to go back there, the law of sinful nature, it resists truth. Hmm? Anytime somebody full of lust, they don't want to leave that man, that woman. They full of lust. They don't want to do it. And they feel like the pastor or somebody's picking on them. That's your flesh don't want to let go. Hmm? But we must mortify the deeds that's in this body. And we must kill this flesh, not naturally kill it, but we got to kill it spiritually through submitting to repentance and being baptized in water in Jesus' name and then being filled with the Holy Ghost, which will bring you into the newness of life. Hmm? You don't have life. The baby don't have life. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Until he take his first breath. Hmm? The baby is alive, but there is no life till the first breath is taken. Hmm? And I want to let you know, we got to take our first spiritual breath when the spirit comes in. Hmm? Glory be to God. This is why Jesus breathed on the apostles before the Holy Ghost came. It was symbolic to what was going to happen on the day of Pentecost. Let me get at it. I know I'm messing up. I'm just going too far here. But look, I want to let you know the law of the sinful nature opposes God. Hmm? Your flesh, my flesh, and everybody else's flesh don't want to be corrected. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Mm, I know I'm messing up. But he says here in Romans uh, 7 and 6, he says, but now we are delivered from the law that's being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in the newness of spirit and not in the oldness of letter. Mm? So we have to understand the law was our schoolmaster leading us to Christ. I know. Oh, glory be to God. I just want to let you know the, the, the law was considered old school. Mm? So the old, oh, glory be to God, mm? was not destroyed. It was fulfilled. This is why I wanted to bring that revelation. It was fulfilled through Christ. Mm? But look at this. It said, love, Romans 13, 10 said, love working no ill to his neighbor, but Christ is the fulfilling of the law. So if we love our neighbor, we fulfill the law. All glory be to God. If we hate our neighbor, we transgress the law, which is also the law of Christ that's been fulfilled through Jesus Christ. Hmm? And so you can't get over here in the, all glory be to God, in the spirit now and still have malice and hate and jealousy and envy in your heart. The Bible said, glory not and lie not against the truth. So here we are with the better promises hmm? through the law of the spirit. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. He says here, and I got to go. I got to get out of here. He says here in Romans 7 and 7, God's law reveals sin. He says here, what shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. This is what he says here. For I had not known lust, 
except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. Hmm? But sin taken occasion by the commandment wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law, sin was dead. Hmm? Without the law, sin was dead. God brought the law to reveal sin. Hmm? He gave it to Moses. Hmm? And the first person he gave it to, he showed him he had sin. I know everybody said Moses got angry because the people did this and did that. But after he held those tablets, those tablets were holy. Hmm? And when he grabbed hold of those holy tablets, he had some stuff in him that he didn't know. <laughs> I got to go. I know that's getting in too much revelation. Hmm? He had some stuff in him that was revealed and he could not go into the promised land. Hmm? Cause them holy tablets reveal sin. Hmm? He got angry and uh, instead of speaking to the rock, he smote it. Hmm? And this is why the scripture said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. If you stay angry too long, you're going to sin. Hmm? I know. I know you've been mad with him, upset with him for a long time. But the Bible says, put it away. In Ephesians chapter 4, put it away. Hmm? Put away anger. Put it to bed. Put it to rest. Hmm? And James says, for the wrath of man working not the righteousness of God in James chapter 2. And I think it's, uh, what is it, 2 and 14 or 2 and 19? Let me get it real quick. Let me get a James 2 and 19. Let me see. I want to get these scriptures here. I'm rolling today. Look at this. Uh, let's see. There's one of them here. Let's see. Two and let's see here. Um, let me take a look here. I got to get it. We need to take a look at these things and understand one in 19. Hmm? One in 19. I said two, but I wanted to get it. James 1 and 19. He said, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Hmm? I don't care how meek Moses was. Hmm? The law revealed sin and he messed up. And even him being the meekest man on earth, being the servant of God, hmm? God spoke to him face to face, but he still couldn't see the promised land because he broke covenant with God. Hmm? And what make you think you just going to go to heaven anyhow? Hmm? Paul said in Galatians, he said, you ran well, but who hindered you? That you should not obey the truth. Hmm? He said, how is it you begin in the spirit and end up in the flesh. That was one point you would have plucked your eyes out and gave them to him. But now he tell you the truth. You upset about it. This is where we are today. Look, he says here in Romans seven, I got to go. Yeah. I got to get out of here now. Yeah. I got seven minutes. I got to go. Look at that. He says here in Romans seven, he says for without the law, sin was dead. That's Romans 7 and 8. That's the latter part of Romans 7 and 8. Let's go to verse number 9. He says, For I was alive, Romans 7 and 9, for I was alive without the law once. But when the law, but when the commandment came, rather, 
sin revived and I died. And the commandment which was ordained to life, I found to be unto death. For sin taken occasion by the commandment deceived me, and by it it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, and just and good. And he says here, was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. But sin, all glory be to God. God didn't dispend his law to kill the people. The law was to help the people. All glory be to God. Huh? I know, I know I'm messing up. Rules are in the church is to help, not to kill nobody. Oh, I know I'm messing up. Hmm? All glory be to God. You're not going to go in the courtroom and throw paper and chew gum and, you know, have your hat on in 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 why court is in session. Why do we think we can come in God's house and just do whatever we want? Hmm? We got better promises, but we need to understand that it's through the law of the spirit and the spirit governs us that we should know how to behave in the house of God. Hmm? The Holy Ghost is a governor. Hmm? Just like a governor on a car. If it goes up too high, it's got some in it to snatch it back and pull it down so it don't blow the motor. Hmm? And that's what we need. We need the Holy Ghost so we don't keep blowing fuses. Hmm? We need the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory. I'm talking, I'm talking about myself too. We need the Holy Ghost. We need more of it. We need more of the Holy Ghost each day and every moment of our lives than we do all these carnal things. I know. Let me get out of here. I got to go. He says here uh, in verse number uh, 13, was then that which was good made death unto me, God forbid, but sin, that it might appear sin. The law only reveals sin. Working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. Look at this. Paul says here, and I got to go. Paul says here in Romans 7, 14. The struggle is real. He says, for we know not. I'm sorry. Let me, let me start over. He says, for we know that the law is spiritual. Now, how could Paul understand this and interpret this? He had to put this to the test. Hmm? Each one of us as believers and Christians, there's a struggle that's pulling against us daily. Your struggle may not be my struggle. My struggle may not be your struggle, but let it be known you in a struggle if you have the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Let me show you what the struggle is. He says here, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do not allow, for what I would, that do I not. The thing you're supposed to be doing, that you don't do. Holy Ghost tell you be quiet, you keep talking. Hmm? But what I hate, that I do. Hmm? I know I shouldn't have called them, you know, I shouldn't have called them those kind of names. Hmm? The thing that you hate, that's the thing. Oh, glory be to God. He said that I do. 
If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that is good. Now, that it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Hmm? This is why it was no accident. Hmm? Sometimes when we uh, speak out of term and things kick off, it wasn't no accident. You, that's, that's just sin that needs to be gotten eradicated. Look at this. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing, for uh, will is to, it says, for to will is present with me, for to will is present with me, I want to do it, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. Hmm? He says, now if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Hmm? We must recognize if we have the Holy Ghost or not. Hmm? And that's why too many of us saying we got the Holy Ghost and we're misrepresenting Christ by all these different things that we're doing and people and focus looking at us saying, oh, is, is that the way it's supposed to go? Hmm? And it doesn't matter. You know, if you preaching, you know, if you got four or five churches, it don't matter. Hmm? It don't matter. You running revivals every month. Hmm? We got to make sure that we got the Holy Ghost. Hmm? I got to let you go. I, I really want to go a little bit farther with this, but we really need the Holy Ghost. I got two more things I want to share with you. And we're going to, we still didn't get to the four laws yet. We just, uh, we skimmed, we kind of skimmed one of them, but we, uh, we need to really get into depth. We hopefully next week, that's what we'll work on. Next week, we're going to work on those uh, four laws. Okay. We're going to get in there. <clears throat> and we're going to talk about the four spiritual laws. Okay? That's what we're going to get in and talk about next week. All right? But let's take a look here. As I get out of here, I got to let you go. It's 1 o'clock. But here, trying to please God uh, and obey his word without the spirit produces guilt and condemnation. That's why I read those scriptures. Hmm? If you feeling guilty, you feel condemned when somebody talk about holiness, talk about living right. Somebody talk about, you know, you stop acting up and that irritates you. You need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? He says, always uh, we are to come up in uh, our standard of living instead of surrendering hmm? ourselves to a lower standard. We need to accept and surrender to God's perfect standard. It is rebellion uh, and folly to try to please God without surrendering to him. I'm going to stop right there. It is rebellion Folly simply means to be uh, unwise or foolish. It is rebellion or folly to try to please God hmm? 
without surrendering to him. Hmm? Does that sound like us today, church? Hmm? Trying to live holy without surrendering. Hmm? Trying to, oh, glory be to God. Trying to straddle the fence but hadn't surrendered. Hmm? Trying to do your own thing but have not surrendered your life to Jesus. Does that sound like us today? These are the faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. This is our Touch and Agree prayer hour. Uh, we want to continue to pray for you and your family. I uh, hope we said something that may have encouraged you, that may be strengthen you, and that may help you in your daily living for Christ. I want to put something on the screen for you. There's a couple things I need to put on the screen. Uh, we're going to put up uh, one of these today. Uh, we are going to be in service uh, tonight. Starts tonight, tonight, tonight. Uh, 17th pastoral anniversary of our uh, pastor uh, district elder bishop-elect uh, Dr. Raymond Johnson and uh, Lady Johnson at the New Mount Olive Pentecostal Church. I believe that address is 935 West Burley. We plan to be there, Lord's willing. Um, we have some anointed men of God. It's going to be sharing the word of life, the bread of life to the people of God. If I were you, if you could uh, come and be a part of this celebration, of these uh, two beautiful, lovely people of God that has labored and because the labor is worthy of his hire, let's appreciate them and uh, show them our love and appreciation to them for staying anointed in the press. The theme is going to be anointed in the press. And so I believe uh, our Bishop Michael Wallace is going to be uh, tonight and uh I think uh, Pastor Evans from Brighter Life will be on Saturday, and I believe, uh, I'm not sure, Sunday it's going to be Bishop Murchison, my pastor. So I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't really um, double-check that, but just go off the flyer. Whatever's on the flyer, that's that's the way, that's the setup, and that's the direction they're going in. So we ask that you would please come out and support. Um, we're supposed to be out, um, Pentecostal Power Church, our pastor, has uh, asked us to be out, uh, those that can come out and be out uh, all three nights for those services. Uh, he's really soliciting all of the saints and people of God uh, to support New Mount Olive. So uh, don't watch it on YouTube. Come on out and lift up the name of Jesus with us. Uh, for those of you that are on YouTube that won't be able to make it to our city, uh, please join us. I'm not sure if they're streaming it, um, but uh, try to catch them if they're streaming it. Maybe uh, you might want to contact uh, Bishop Leg Johnson uh, to see if they're going to be recording. But I plan to, uh, if the Lord's will, Lord give us strength. If the Lord's will, I plan to be there uh, in living color. All right. So that's what we plan to do if the Lord's will. I uh, want to put something else on the screen for you. Um, we uh, still have our uh, music media uh, 
Worship Arts Conference, Music Media Worship Arts Conference, which is going to be on November 3rd and November 4th. That is fastly approaching. If you want to get farther details, uh, you can uh, contact uh, the uh, uh, facilitator, Sister Lakeitra Bennett, or you can contact um, myself. Or, but I prefer you go to the website, which will be nppci.org, www.nppci.org, all right? And so if you definitely like to uh, uh, be a part of that, please reach out to us ahead of time to get the father details. If there's anything additional you want to know about the music, uh, media, and worship arts conference, which will be November 3rd and 4th of um, this year. All right. And I'm going to go back and uh, put this other flyer back on the screen again. Again, before I let you go, we're going to be uh, help support and uh, salute uh, District Elder Bishop-elect Raymond Johnson, Dr. Johnson, and uh, Sister Renee Don Johnson uh, of the New Mount Olive Pentecostal Church, Pentecostal Power Church, which is going to be on 935 West Burley here in the city of Milwaukee. And our three speakers are listed at the bottom of the flyer, and their theme is anointed in the press. All right? And so we hope that you have uh, a blessed weekend. We hope that you have a good worship and praise service to our God and uh, great God and Savior Jesus Christ. And we hope that you will come back and be with us on the broadcast. I do want to share with the people of God. Um, I want to say to you, um, we haven't asked for any support in a while. We're coming toward the end of the year. Uh, we only do this like a couple times out of the year. Uh, we don't get on the internet or get on the broadcast and beg for finances. But those of you that work in ministry know it takes uh, finances to operate. And as you can see, um, that we're doing some uh, fine things, some great things for the people of God. So please, if you'd like to sow into uh, the Fidget TV network, uh, we solicit your uh, not only your prayers, but your financial support. Um, we need money to uh, keep equipment maintained, to pay for, you know, Internet services, to pay for all these other things that we're trying to do in ministry. And so you have to have uh, only the best items to provide a high level of service and uh, quality. And so our goal and aim is uh, not to half step, but we want to give you the very best product that we can present in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so with that being said, please sow into us, please sow a seed. I know some of you have been uh, feasting from this broadcast many years. Uh, we ask that you will please um, sow into us if you desire to. I want to thank all of our partners and those that have sown into us. want to thank my pastor, Bishop Murchison, uh, want to thank, uh, Sister Luvenia, want to thank, uh, uh, District Elder Turner, uh, and, uh, True Holiness family, want to thank them. Um, and there's quite a few, uh, that have sold. If I didn't call your name, uh, we want to say thank you, uh, for sowing, uh, Assistant Pastor Elder, uh, Gerald Green, um, and there are some others, you know, Missionary Swanigan, um, there's many others that have sold into the broadcast, uh, Maybe uh, next time, uh, this time next year, I'll have a list compiled of names of those that donated and sold into the broadcast. And so we want to say thank you 
Uh, we want to look you square in the eye and give you a God bless you and a heartfelt thank you. We love you. We appreciate anything that you can do for the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. We're using these uh, uh, funds only for to better the network and the broadcast. We're looking at a point where we eventually we want to get on um, live television. And so we're working toward that goal. We're not trying to uh, get on the word network. That's not our goal. We want to develop our own network for uh, the body of Christ. So that's our goal. That's our aim. And I want to let you know, help me get that vision going uh, so we can uh, pass the baton to someone else that see this great work, this great vision that the national churches can take off and we can take off running. Yeah, we have a website, but I don't see any reason uh, why the people of God could have nothing less other than the best that Jesus will give to us. And so we can have what we ask for if we are crazy enough and have enough faith to believe. And I'm crazy enough to believe the word of God that whatsoever thing we ask for, we can believe that we receive it because we can have it. And so we're not asking amiss. We're asking you to please sow. Uh, if you want to sow a donation as low as $5, if you want to sow a donation and, you know, as high as uh, $100, uh, if you want to sow $1,000, we're not... Uh, we're not discriminatory toward any amount that you desire to sow into the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. And please feel free to sow at any time. Uh, we do have the Cash App information up. If you don't uh, deal with Cash App or any electronic uh, type devices, you can mail the uh, check directly to us. And uh, please uh, put it uh, in uh, Gregory Newsom's name or Faith in God Internet TV with, uh, in the memo there. Uh, please uh, text it to us. You can send it Zelle uh, via Zelle. Uh, uh, we have uh, other platforms that you can send it on. Uh, we're working on getting Givelify and some other things going, but I just want to let you all know, I was told um, uh, by one of our uh, late deacons, uh, I believe it was, uh, uh, what was that, Deacon Smith, our late Deacon Smith, and it comes fresh to my mind. And uh, we asked that you were so into the broadcast because he said something in one of our church business meetings. And I'll never forget it. You know, we were making some plans to go into a second phase of completing some work that need to be done in our building. And he said, you know, flat out in the business meeting. So, um, you know, people could understand the concept and the call that he was asking for the support. You know, he said very vividly, he said, takes uh it takes money to buy a sack of flour. So it takes money to buy bread. And so simply what I'm saying to you today, uh, it takes money to uh, provide good product, good service, and uh, also to be able to provide some of the work tools that we have. So we're asking for your support. We're thanking you in advance. And first of all, we just want to say uh, thank you for those of you that have already sown, those of you that desire to sow, the information is on the screen. All right. And so we want to thank you uh, for joining the broadcast today. Uh, we hope that you will sow into us. Hopefully we will see something uh, where we usually like to try to uh, get you to sow in the month of October um, so we can start planning uh, for uh, different things that's due in November. So if you can sow in this month, that's fine. But you can sow anytime between now and December 31st. So. We're asking for your help. We're asking for your support. 
<clears throat> but we want to let you know it's going to be put to good use. And uh, we want you to see some of the new things that we're going to unveil in the near future. So with that being said, thank you for listening to the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, until next time, we want to say God bless you in Jesus' name. And thank you for joining us. God bless in Jesus' name.